presented by Airlines for America. Hey there, Playbook listeners. I'm Raghuma Navalin. President Joe Biden heads to Florida and some prospective 2024 candidates start to staff up. Here are the big things we're watching on Thursday, February 9th. A quick note this morning, Senator John Fetterman was hospitalized overnight. After feeling lightheaded, Senator Fetterman was admitted to GWU Hospital yesterday and stayed overnight for observation. His office announced in a statement, initial tests did not show evidence of a new stroke, but doctors are running more tests. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp's newly formed PAC is staffing up. Politico's Alex Eisenstadt reports this morning that he's tapping Jenny Drucker and Alex Lawhorn to serve as national fundraisers. While Kemp has received less attention than some other Republicans as a prospective 2024 presidential candidate, he appears intent on staying in the national mix. NBC's Natasha Karecki and Jonathan Allen scoop that New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu has created a 501c4. It's the type of national political committee that Nikki Haley and Mike Pence also have and positions him one step closer to a run for president. Worth noting, the committee will have no fundraising cap or mandatory disclosures. President Joe Biden is on a bit of a tour after his State of the Union address. His first stop on Wednesday, the swing state of Wisconsin. Today, the perhaps former swing state of Florida. Politico's Florida Playbook author and longtime Florida resident Gary Finout is here for a preview. Gary, how's it going? Hey, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so Biden is heading to the heart of DeSantis country today. Uh, what do we know about his plans? What does Biden hope to achieve by visiting Florida? Well, he is supposedly going to be talking about Medicare and Social Security and, and health care coverage, which I'm sure will involve things like mentioning the uh, the cap on insulin and, and things of that nature. So that's what I would anticipate is going to come uh, during his visit. You know, the last couple election cycles haven't been great for Dems in Florida. Um, the midterms, the 2022 midterms, uh, had Dems losing by a historic margin. What's the reception by Democrats in the state? This past midterm election was especially uh, bad for the Democrats. I mean, basically, Ron DeSantis won re-election by close to 20 points. The legislature got a super majority. And there were wins in congressional seats in, that uh, gave Republicans a net of four seats coming out of Florida, which if you look at the margin of what the what it is in the U.S. House, you realize Florida played a very big role in, in helping accomplish that. And so you have the Democrats in a situation where, you know, it's just things have not been going good. And basically, the chair of the party uh, uh, kind of resigned last month because he was coming under a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of fire from other Democrats who are like, this is just how did this happen? And you have all these confluence of things that are going on. I mean, it's 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 not they're losing elections and they they are you know, just tremendously outraised uh, by the Republicans. And and the biggest thing is that the voter registration gap is growing. Hmm. Just four years ago, Republicans trailed Democrats in the state by about 300,000 uh, active registered voters. Republicans are now up 400,000. So all those things have been going on. And what you have is you have Democrats who are trying to search for answers. Now, of course, Ron DeSantis would tell you, well, Florida's a red state, and we have people moving here who are attracted to what we're doing. 
Uh, you have Democrats who are, of course, pushing back on that. I mean, it is important to note that that big 20-point win, uh, a key reason that the win was that substantial was a lot of Democrats stayed home. Hmm. So you have Biden coming in and you have some Democrats who are who are kind of viewing this as as a, a hopeful sign. Because what happened in, in the midterm elections is that the national Democratic groups pretty much stayed out of the state. They didn't really steer a lot of financial support uh, in the race against Marco Rubio. That was uh, former U.S. Rep. Val Demings, who lost to Rubio in the Senate race. You you didn't have a lot of support from the in the House races either. So there was a there was a bit of a you know there were a lot of Florida Democrats who were a little bit disappointed in the lack of support that they saw coming in uh, from the national. Now we had Vice President Harris came to Tallahassee a few weeks back, hmm. and now you have Biden who came who's coming into Tampa. So they're kind of viewing that as well maybe there is going to be a fight for Florida. Uh, you know, Representative Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who used to be the chair of the DNC, you know, she contends she's talked to the White House and that they are going to make a play for Florida and that they they plan to be competitive here. I'm curious um, if you've heard anything from the DeSantis camp. Uh, it doesn't seem like a coincidence that Biden is headed to a state um, where the governor is a potential 2024 general election rival. I have not heard anything uh Yet, I mean, uh, what I will tell you is, is that DeSantis, nearly every time he has an event, he brings up President Biden and he brings mm. up Washington, D.C. Democrats, and he is he is highly critical of them uh, on a variety of measures. You know, and, and, and when he was talking about Trump, he said, well, I, I don't smear other Republicans. And he I, I'm paraphrasing here, but I believe the comment was something like, you know, my job is to is is to be uh, working, you know, against Joe Biden. So while he hasn't said anything directly about the visit, you know, tomorrow's another day and, you know, DeSantis could have another moment where he he has a, uh, another chance to register his disapproval of, of Biden and what he's been doing. Gary Finout, Politico's Florida Playbook author. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 9.40 a.m. Eastern. President Joe Biden will leave the White House for Tampa, Florida at 1.30. Biden will hold an event on protecting Social Security and Medicare and lowering health care costs at the University of Tampa. And at 4.10, Biden will leave Tampa, arriving back at the White House at 6.30. Here's what's on the vice president's calendar. At 11.55 a.m., Vice President Kamala Harris will depart D.C. for St. Cloud, Minnesota. At 310, Harris will be led by unionized workers on a tour of an electric bus plant. At 355, Harris will speak about the Biden administration's investments in electric vehicles at the new Flyer plant. And at 5 p.m., Harris will leave St. Cloud, getting back to Joint Base Andrews at 7.05. The House will meet at 9 a.m., with last votes expected no later than 3. Architect of the Capitol J. Brett Blanton will testify before the Administration Committee at 9 a.m. The Judiciary Committee's subpanel on the weaponization of government will have its first hearing at noon. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries will hold his weekly press conference at 10.30 a.m. The Senate will meet at 10 a.m. The Commerce Committee will hold a hearing on airlines and consumer protections featuring Southwest Airlines execs at 10 a.m. The Appropriations Defense Subcommittee will hold an oversight hearing on the Chinese spy balloon at 10.15 a.m. All right, for more news, 
on what's breaking in DC right now. Subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Monovalin. Have a good Thursday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Did you know more than 90% of Americans have flown in their lifetime? And more than half of Americans have boarded a commercial aircraft before their 16th birthday? Robust competition in the U.S. airline industry has helped reduce airfares and generate a wide variety of selection, choice, and options for travelers. Learn more at airlines.org.